Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Welcome to a brand new week of AutoLine Daily as we cover the industry that never sleeps. And here are some of the latest developments in the global automotive industry. Last week, we reported that Tesla is running into problems in China because its name and several websites with the Tesla name have already been registered by someone making electric golf cars. The company's choices were to offer more money for the name or sell under a different name and Tesla chose the latter. According to Gascu, the company has been named Tosol in China. However, the EV maker still cannot sell any cars because it must establish a separate sales company, which is still under approval since it will not be selling its cars through dealerships. Johan de Nyssen is shaking up things at Infiniti. He just poached Porsche's chief operating officer in North America, Michael Barch who will become vice president of Infinity Americas starting in September. Barch began his career at Holden before moving on to Porsche, and Infinity named Simon Cox the design director of its design studio in London. Cox is a 30-year veteran of the auto industry and has worked with a number of companies, including Peugeot, Ford, General Motors, Lotus, and Isuzu. As a part of Volvo's new Drive E initiative to reduce the impact on the environment, it will build a new lineup of four-cylinder engines, one a common rail diesel and the other a direct-injected gasoline engine. The diesel will not be available in the U.S. The gasoline version comes as a 240-horsepower turbocharged engine or a higher-performance 302-horsepower turbocharged and supercharged version. The engines will be paired to a new 8-speed transmission, can be teamed up with electrification, and are up to 100 pounds lighter. The new Drive E powertrains were developed in-house at Volvo's R&D department in Sweden. Say, is the public really interested in alternative fuel vehicles? According to the Consumer Federation of America, the answer is a resounding yes. It says that plug-in hybrids and electrics are in strong demand with strong sales gains. But a company called Phoenix Marketing International says it finds the public's interest is falling. It reports that 31% of U.S. car buyers want green cars, but that's down from 35% at the beginning of the year. It says the reason for the drop is an improving economy, a desire for performance, and the fact that green cars may not be as in vogue as they were just a year ago. So are green cars in demand or not? I guess we're just going to have to keep track of the sales figures. Continental, the giant automotive supplier company, is teaming up with Cisco, the IT company, to collaborate on developing the technology needed for connected cars. In fact, they have a vehicle that demonstrates a proof of concept for this technology. Continental has all kinds of automotive know-how, while Cisco is very adept at wireless communication and managing information in the cloud. So it's a natural combination. And of course, they're both working on preventing hackers from breaking into the system. I think we're going to see a lot more of this kind of non-traditional collaboration between different suppliers as the connected car opens up all kinds of new business opportunities. 
Last week we showed you some teaser shots of a concept truck that Ram was readying for the Woodward Dream Cruise. Now we've got shots of the whole truck and all the info on it as well. Called the Rumblebee, it features a unique interior and exterior, 22-inch black wheels, and an upgraded suspension, which drops it by two inches. The truck is powered by a Hemi engine, which even has a special Rumblebee cover, and it's mated to an eight-speed transmission, and puts all that power through a 410 rear gear, so that thing ought to get up and go. Coming up next, we're going to take a tour of the interior design of the stunning Jaguar F-Type. Here's another great thing about the all-around performance of our Dueler tires. A comfortable, quiet ride. Oh. At Bridgestone, our passion for performance knows no bounds. Hi, my name is Jonathan Sands. I'm the Principal Design Manager at Jaguar, and I'm here today to talk to you about the F-Type interior. So, the first thing that we'll talk about is the layout of this car. This is a, a unique one plus one cockpit layout. That's a fantastic term that just um, places the emphasis on the driver as the center of this car. Visually, we do that with this feature down here. This is the cabin divider and passenger grab handle. Starts at the top of the dash there, running effectively off the power bulge on the hood, races down the center stack all the way to the back here, and then wraps around and shoots forward. A real strong visual feature that helps to discern which elements of this interior belong to the driver and which elements belong to the, uh, belong to the passenger. And in addition to that, gives the passenger something extra to grab onto, which they'll certainly be grateful for. Through the centre stack itself, we have this fantastic feature with a rise and fall vent. We push the rotary dial here, and you can just see how that vent pops up to give you air on demand. It's a beautiful mechanical element of this car. Um, and one thing it does help is to keep the whole dash structure and volume as low as possible. Um, when, we, when we push that, we shut the air off, that thing drops away, gives us a nice clean surface running over the top there. Gives the uh, driver perfect visibility out over the dash onto the, onto the hood. Um, just helps place this car in the corners and give the driver even more confidence. So on the centre stack you can see we have some lovely detail here, rotary dials, toggle switches, all kinds of inviting elements. Joystick here was a personal favourite of mine. We spent quite a bit of time designing that, just getting the right size, the right feel, something that's very inviting. Sits beautifully next to this fantastic little detailed toggle switch that we've got here. The inspiration for that toggle switch and much of this cockpit came from um, Jet Fighter cockpits. It's something that inspired um, myself as an interior designer, uh, some of the other guys working on the exterior of this car as well, to get some of that beautiful little mechanical detail into there. You can see we've given a colour accent, this Ignis bronze colour that we've also applied to the start-stop and the paddle switches, just to punch out those primary driver controls a little more, give them a little bit of extra feature and, um, and delight. Then onto the steering wheel. Um, I love this steering wheel. It's something I spent about 18 months of my life working on. You can see it's a beautifully contoured, beautifully robust, chunky steering wheel. It's got these fantastic contours for the thumb bumps. The flat bottom here just gives you um, that extra beautiful proportion that shortens that lower spoke, pushes all the visual mass up into the centre of the wheel. Also, for somebody like me, six foot plus, it helps getting in and out of the car that little bit easier. Um, we've given this rim a lovely, a lovely feel, a lovely thickness. Um, it just feels strong, it feels robust. It really helps when you're throwing this car around the corners. Um, so, that's the interior of this car. I hope you like it. Feel free to go and check it out at your local Jaguar dealer. Say, did you catch our live webcast of the Dream Cruise? It's a pretty good show if I say so myself. You can catch it on our website at autoline.tv or 
check it out on the Outerline channel on YouTube. I've got a video there that I shot of a drifting competition in amongst the ruins in Detroit that's actually pretty cool. But that wraps up today's report. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.